Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. Well, we're back again on uh, the Spirit of Offense, uh, part seven. You know, one of the questions that we must ask ourselves is that I make it my mind, it's comparatively that I must resist the devil, steadfast in the faith, knowing that our brothers and sisters experience the same suffering. So it's important to get to the level where we have to resist this. The spirit of offense. Being trapped in the spirit of criticisms and offense can be spiritually life-threatening and it can lead to destructive behavior. I have seen so many people that has turned to whereby they start cutting themselves with knives. They can't come out of the room, their own bedroom. They are covered. As one time I had a family that invited me. They said, um, our son has never come out of the house. And uh, he, we just take the food. He doesn't want anyone. We think he has a gun there. And we're afraid we don't know what he's going to do. And they asked me, he says, hey, you know, Dr. Shimanda, would you help us to talk to him? I said, is he going to come out? He said, we don't know whether he will be able to come out. I said, so what do we need to do? Then I said, give me about three more days. Let me pray. He says, I don't think we have three more days. And I could see the panic, the anxiety. They were sweating. You could literally see in them that this was something. Then I said, well, let's go to prayer. And we started praying. As we were praying there, God says, this is 911. This is emergency. You must go there. And as I was going there, I was driving. I said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. And when you reach there, show him how important he is. This child has gone on. He's been offended. And uh, he has stopped going to school. He's angry because of the things that have happened to him. So when I went there, you know, the mother said, we brought in uh, Brother Shemenda to help you. He says, who is he? Then they told, they told who I was. Then he says, I don't want to see that is Shemenda. And he was just cussing. Then I says, you know, brother, I love you very much. What's your favorite food? And the Holy Spirit just led me to ask him, what was his favorite food? And uh, he mentioned, he says, uh, right now, I haven't eaten a beggar for about three months, but I miss the beggar. I said, you miss the beggar? He says, yes. I said, would you want it to go with me to a beggar king? And I'll buy you as many beggars as you want. That man... Everybody started crying in that house. He busted out in laughter. He said, you're taking me to eat big? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're taking me to eat? I said, yes, come out. And he got out. And I said, let's go. I'll buy you beggars. And when I reached there, I hugged him. And I told him, his clothes, this guy was smelling like you don't know. He's been in that place. And God told him, he says, don't show him that you are upset, you are not comfortable with him. Just show him you love him and you care for him. Then I said, look, I really love you. And uh, I'm going to take you to eat a beggar. And we went there. And when we reached there, I said, uh, 
what's your favorite kind of clothes that you need? He says, oh, I, I like denim jeans. I said, where can we get them? He mentioned the shop. I didn't have much money, but for me to get this person to start talking to me, I had to do that. And then I went with him to get him some few nice clothes. And whilst I was there, I sneaked in some cloth. I put it in one of the shirts that I bought to him. I put it in, the, I'm sorry, in one of the trousers. And as we were going back, I started telling him, asking him, I said, what has caused you? He says, I'm being bullied at school. And I find nobody loves me. And I'm offended at everybody. If I keep on going to school, I hate somebody. You know, my family, they don't love me. They don't listen to me. And I started telling him, you know, how I was going to be there for him. And he can call me. And everything was going to be okay. And I want to speak to the teacher. And I want him to show me anyone who has bullied him. And I started praying. I prayed for him. Now, here's what happened. That man became a Christian, born again, serving God, on fire for Jesus. Right now, he is in the ministry, you know. And from that day, he came to the point where he says, my good God, I didn't know. He says, I, was, I had made a vow, if you didn't come that day, that I was going to kill myself for the following day. So that was the agents that I had, 911. Call, go now. So, the spirit of offense is a very dangerous one. This behavior will characterize the end time society. In the last days, we'll have many offended individuals who will betray and hate one another. This person came to where he was hating the father, he was hating the mother, he was hating the family. But I came over there. I didn't do anything, but I came with prayer. So remember always, I have realized that the most worst person whom everybody doesn't pay attention, if you only pray for them, everything will be okay. Unchecked offense can lead to betrayal, hatred, even murder, as seen in biblical examples such as Cain, Abel, Joseph, and his brother, brothers and Absalom. The parable of an unforgiving servant in the book of Matthew reveals the terrible consequences of acting out, out an offense. Offenses will come, but the Bible says that we can live above these things that cause us to stumble, sin, and to be offended. And it even says war unto them. If we are offended... We must tear down every thought against the word of God, forgive the one who offended us. This is the problem that most of the people, they find it. How can I deal? This boy asked me, he says, how can I deal with the people who have offended me? I said, forgive them. He says, that's the tough thing that I can do. How can I forgive the way how they have abused me? They have made there's no one, no girl at my school looks at me anyhow. Everybody, they are just looking at me like I'm a useless person. I said, from now onwards, you have as many girls as you want, but choose one because that's the will of God. He says, okay. And he came to me. Right now, this young man, he's married. He's married to the love of his life. He's going around preaching. Right at this moment, him and I, we are 
working on a book, How to Demolish the Spirit of Offense, and we're going to be writing together a joint book, How I Came In to Help Him, and the lessons of life that he learned from the things that had held him. If we are offended, we must tear down everything, every thought against the word of God. Forgive the one who offended us and overcome evil with good. Always look at that, that this is evil and I am overcoming the spirit of evilness. By loving God's law, obeying his word and being filled with his spirit, we are promised to walk in victory. <laughs> Praise God. Won't you just love, don't you just love that? You know, you know, I want to just pause. Maybe you're offended. Say these words. Say, dear Lord Jesus, please help me. Wash me with the blood, the blood that will never lose power, the precious blood of Jesus. Deliver me from this spirit of offense. Trapped in the spirit of criticism and offense, Joseph was mistreated and forgotten in prison for years. Because of the spirit of offense, his brothers soared. But they didn't know that Joseph was going to be the one to redeem them. Sometimes the very person that you do not know, the least person that you are mocking and laughing, you are calling all kinds of names, he is the one who is going to turn around and is going to be the one who brings total deliverance and is going to bring redemption. But God saw his righteousness, his righteous spirit, and delivered him with great deliverance, making him a second to follow himself. Just imagine from the dungeon to the prison, from the prison, being the second in command to follow himself. When he had the opportunity to reveal himself to his brothers, he made a dazzling and a freeing statement. <laughs> Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I am I in the press of God. Oh, hallelujah. Man, I tell you, I feel like preaching there, but I'm not preaching. Let me just speak this thing. You know, if it was on a Sunday service here, I would be jumping and shouting and go back home and study crying. Joseph said, after they did what they did to him, do not be afraid, for I am I in the place of God. But as for you, you meant evil against me. Those people that are offending you, they mean evil. But God had meant it for good, to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. So Joseph was able to save the entire nation of Israel. You see how many times the enemy has tried to wipe out the nation of Israel. But Joseph was there. Do not be afraid. I'll provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. He spoke kindly. Always... Uh, Kind words have a certain way how they bring total deliverance. You can't remove a person that is offended with uh, a confrontation spirit and a critic spirit. A number of people, 
they have this critic spirit where they want to judge somebody and they want to say something that is outrageous. Now, to overcome an offense, follow these three critical steps. Number one, tear down every thought that contradicts God's word. Every thought that is contradicting God's word. If you know it's not in the Bible, you must know it's of the devil. Be aggressive with the types of thoughts you allow to dwell in you. If those thoughts that you allow to dwell in you, they're forcing you to do drugs. If they are forcing you to do something that is wickedness. If they are forcing you to gossip, stay away from the company that is always finding faults in other people. They have something that they are looking at. Sometimes how a person walks, how a person looks, how a person talks, how a person does everything. Stay away from that. Confess your sins and agree with God about them. Agree to God. Yes, this is my weakness. God, I ask you to forgive me. Number two, forgive those who have offended you. Forgiveness is not based on you, whether the offender repents or changes. You don't have to worry what the offender has done. Just simply say, I choose to forgive him. If he doesn't care, he doesn't love me, it's not my fault. It is an issue of your heart between God and you. Just simply say, right now, God, settle me. If that person comes to you and say, I'm sorry, just forgive them. You know, and just literally forgive them. Like, you know, I shared how one of my friends, whom I so loved dearly and attacked me, even that day was very difficult for me because I had lost a loved member of my family. But I've forgiven that person, and I still love him. He's my dear friend in my heart. He means a lot because the memory that I have is of good things that him and I we shared. And I have never told anybody about what he did to me. You know, I shared a little bit with my wife because my wife saw when we had stopped talking on the phone, but I never went into details on what was said, but even now, if that person was to call me, I will love him like nothing happened. That's the thing. Forgive those who have offended you. Forgiveness is not based on whether the offender repents or changes. Just forgive them. That's all what I would tell you. The number three, overcome evil with good. Overcome, just simply say, what was done to me, I know it's evil, but I'm going to do the good thing. Pray for the one who offended you and the care for them if they are in need. If a person offends you, don't rejoice when they are suffering or when they are going through something. Like my friend had a struggle to find a job, to be hired, but yet a very educated man. But I pray for him every day that God blesses him with a good job, opens a door, that he have a better retirement, that by the time when he retires, none of his family members will suffer. By loving God's law, obeying his word, and being filled with the Holy Spirit, you can walk in victory and praise God. Now, here's something about being trapped in the spirit of criticism and offense. The spirit of offense is something that we should all be wary of, as stated in Matthew. Men will be offended, will betray one another, 
We hit one another. This one is the signs of Jesus Christ's return. When you're offended with people, you must know you are seeing the signs of his return. I want to be on the good side of Jesus when he returns upon the face of the earth, not whereby I'm known that I did anything, but that I forgive everybody, everyone, everywhere, wherever they are. If they're here in the United States with me, if uh, they're in Europe somewhere, if they're in New Zealand, Australia, they're in Africa, they're in Asia, they're in South Korea, they're in Japan, wherever they are, if they're in Alaska, wherever they are, if they're here in Tennessee with me, I have to forgive them. That's what God requires us. Never before have we seen such a prophetic fulfillment in the church. We see it in nations like Israel's Palestine, like I said it, I think, in one of the first podcasts, it should be one there, the podcast one where I said, we see the woes now. We, You know, when you think of uh, Israel and the Palestine and the Arabic nations, what is happening? We see what is happening in Ukraine and Russia. You know, how people, we see political rifts and rifles. You know, people who are trifling, they can not agree when something has gone on wrong. And the nature of just trying to be lawlessness, try to fight people. Jesus was precise when he says lawlessness will abound and the love of men will grow cold. There are so many people right now that have cold hearts and all what they do is looking into the way how they can destroy one another. That's the spirit of offense. The spirit of offense is real dangerous. Now, the Greek word here used is known as agape. And this word agape is the love of God which has been shared abroad in our hearts. It's unconditional love. I mean, I do not love you because you didn't offend you. I love you no matter what you have done. You have closed my ways. You have closed my path. You have offended me. You have hit me. You have done things that are unspeakable. I'm completely very outraged, but the Bible says be angry, but don't let the sun go down. Whenever you let the sun go down, you know there's something that is wrong. But I just want you to come to the point whereby you come to understand that the spirit of offense is of the devil. The spirit of offense is of the enemy. And as much as you're offended, if forgiveness, we are going to only forgive those who have not offended us, then it's not forgiveness. Forgiveness, you have to forgive those who have crossed your path in a wrong way. And when you look at them, you see nothing that these people, they meant to hate me. And in part uh, eight, I'll be speaking exactly what we needed to do or even the spirit of offense when it comes to demolish and destroy us and completely hurt us. So we must come to the point whereby we understand that offense is of the enemy. I want you to be listening to part eight because I'm going to be breaking down real the ways how you can walk in your true deliverance and unit deliverance. God will help you. 
It's not too late. God is there for you. He's listen to this. It will help you. Walk with me and God will bring you to the point whereby you'll be happy forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new episodes are released.